Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, yeah. And it is going to be covered by the Saints for a touchdown. Each your inside pass to everything Saints football. And the kick is good. We'll take you to places most fans never go. We'll watch from 60. To practice, to the sideline, to the locker room. Following every twist, turn, and touchdown of the 2022 season. That is going to be a touchdown. Taysom Hill. Taysom TD. Welcome to Inside Black and Gold. And that is going to be a touchdown again. And guess who? Mike Thomas. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak. Oh, baby. Steve Geller along with Jeff Nowak coming at you inside Black and Gold. Get you ready for a four and nine NFC South showdown with Yay. five and eight Falcons. But you can sweep them. That's my whole little victory you can get this week is you can sweep the Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. Fun stuff. Bad teams playing bad teams. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about the Falcons game. We're going to talk about the matchup. We have Bo Morgan, the uh, Bo Morgan, the executive producer of Atlanta Falcons Radio Network and host of the Peachtree Football Podcast. He's going to be joining us later on in the show. But we also got to catch up with Eno Benjamin in the locker room today, so we're going to get to that a bit later on. And we're going to talk about Alvin Kamara, another guy we talked to for the first time in a while. And he had a lot of interesting things to say. Um, So we're going to play you some of that. But first, Coach Drew Brees. It's a thing at Purdue. Where is Purdue? Indiana? Out in Indiana, the Boilermakers, Coach Breeze, he's a thing. He's an interim assistant coach. Is that exciting to you, Steve? That's exciting to me. Definitely. And then the key, though, like you mentioned right there, is interim. 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 But 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 wouldn't you wonder if like maybe, maybe this interim coaching job is like, ooh, stepping stone. Maybe this is him getting ready to replace Pete Carmichael as the offensive coordinator. Wouldn't you wonder that? Wouldn't that be something you think about? I mean, I don't know if you could jump immediately into an offensive coordinator role. I think Breeze would be a great assistant on the offensive staff as a QB's coach, no let you know, at the least. Nope. We're diving in head first. <laughs> two feet in or two feet out, right? Except there is a problem uh, because Drew Breeze is on WWL Radio today, and uh, he was asked exactly this, and the answer was, um, was not a uh, – you know, it was definitive, actually. I can say it was definitive, but it was not defi- definitive in the way that Saints fans were hoping for. Drew, a, a lot of your peers are getting into coaching. Uh, we saw Jeff Saturday jump in as an interim coach with the Colts. Is this? I know this is an interim basis now, but could this turn into not necessarily maybe something with Purdue, but uh, is this something that you're maybe willing to consider going forward as a long-term career opportunity coaching? No. <laughs> this, is, yeah. this is this is just this is just a short term thing, and and like I said, this this came about just with with uh, Coach Brom leaving, um, and us being in a position where um, you know we were trying to fill the gap, you know, between now and uh, after the bowl game. So no, 
Coach Breeze is not interested in being Coach Breeze for more than roughly a month and trying to get Purdue to beat LSU, who his sons are actively rooting for. So that's what you got. Yeah, that's a pretty bit of twisted, you know, interesting nugget to this whole story is obviously he mentions that his kids are, you know, South Louisiana, born and raised, and they've got that that bayou water. I think that's how he puts it, right? I don't know. I don't yeah, really he's care. Got the, the bayou water, thicker than blood, whatever, something like that. Something like but, that. He's got all his catchphrases. Drew Drew is one of those, put a quarter in him, and he'll talk. He'll talk and talk and talk, <laughs> you know, which, hey, I'm not complaining about it. But, yeah, so he will not be the uh, offensive coordinator for the Saints next year. I know that there was a lot of uh, – Oh, hey, oh, uh, it's not going to happen. Maybe I think I bet I think you could look at a, hopefully a offensive consultant. No. Come on, you wouldn't want I'm just quoting a, Drew. Like a new QB in there? I'm just quoting Drew. It it'd be not it'd be nice to have He was hanging around Chargers camp. Why wasn't he hanging around Saints training camp? Drew's not coaching. No, but like I said a consultant job. Why would he do that? Just because like just he's to make you happy. Work. No, he's doing it for the Boilermakers, so, so he's doing it for the Saints until they can get you know. When a the Saints on their feet. fire Dennis Allen, Drew will come in as the interim for like the last three weeks. And <laughs> no, 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 not an interim head coach. It's not going to happen either way. But so let's move on. It's not happening. But so that kind of brings you to the question of so what about the guy who's in there right now? And I have questions about Pete Carmichael. I'm not sure. I've said this. I'm not sure if he ever wanted the job. It does, this offense does not seem very exciting. The one playmaker that you're like, you feel like, wow, this should be easy. Get him the ball. He's not getting the ball. Alvin Kamara has like the last five games, like the five fewest touches in his NFL career. He's not dealing with an injury as far as I can tell. And I think that there, to some extent, you know, it's it's a lot simpler in theory of like, yeah, get him the ball, get him the ball, get him the ball, get him the ball. But like defenses are king on him. But so there's been a few answers to questions recently that kind of caught my ear. And this was one of them. This is what Andy Dalton said when he was asked about it yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say there's one reason why that hasn't happened. Um, You know, I think there's some stuff where we could probably get him the ball a little bit more uh, at times. And, you know, I think some of those situations where he was getting a lot, it's just check downs and different things and where – you know, I feel like we've had opportunities to get the ball to the, to other guys. And so, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say there's one reason why, I mean, he hasn't been getting the ball. So that answer bothers me. Because you're realizing that Andy Dalton sounds like Matthew McConaughey? A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> but no, but it's like, I get it. You're running back. He's kind of your the release valve all the time. So when things don't work... You're going to get on the ball, and so the checkdowns. And but that answer only makes sense in a universe where this offense is humming, and like, and constantly you're like, "Wow, my first read is wide open, so I'm throwing it right." Blah blah blah. That's not what's going on. So like, okay, like in a, if if you're not actively scheming for the running back to get the ball, fine. Yes, you might check down to him. That's where you're going to get a lot of his touches. But this offense isn't operating significantly differently in that regard from how it was with Drew Brees. The difference is he's not getting the ball. So you're either not scheming him open or you are not looking to him in instances where you should be. And so like the idea that, well, other guys were open. And so I threw it like that doesn't work when your your running back is the star. Because it's like he can't be the afterthought in the offense, and and I think, but I think that's been the case way too much, and I think that's Andy Dalton kind of confirming that of like you're not scheming to get him open, you're 
you're using him in the role that you would use kind of any running back, which I have a problem with that because Alvin Kamara is not just any running back. No, but even I feel like when we've seen him have his moments where he has been in space, he just doesn't have – he hasn't been in slow motion and been able to – to he hasn't been able to elude as many tackles, I guess, this year. I guess, but he's not in space. Like, when have you seen him in space? Like, that's no, the there's, problem. There's, there's definitely too much of, I feel, you know, you, you can only run him, him up the middle so much. Well, you think the screen numbers are so low, though? So low since you've been here by, by a large, large margin. I'm going to go ask Pete after this. After yeah. this. I'm going to go ask Pete. Uh, I don't know. I think, I mean, I think, I think the screen game, I would count that as a pass, I guess. Like, it's just hard to get those looks going when some of it is de- defense. Some of it is scheme, so you know it's 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 hard to call some of those when you know we might be behind the chains or we might have some some plays not going our way. We might um, you know it just might not be the timing like the timing is just isn't right for some of these screens. So, um, but that's what I, that's what I would I think um, attributed to. Just keep, keep keeping the OC hat on. Like you got six touches inside the opponents, one to ten. Any, any reason? For uh, that? I I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I plead the fifth. Yeah. Are these conversations you're having though, with, like after games where it doesn't feel like maybe you got the ball? With who? Should have with Pete or nah. DA. I mean, I, we we all talk, um, but I'm not. I don't think. I, I I guess y'all can answer this question. I mean, y'all been around me long enough. I don't think I'm a selfish player. I think I like I, I just I'm here I'm available like unless I'm hurt I'm trying to do everything I can do to win whether it's a decoy whether it's I'll, I'll put a headphone on and, and call a play if I have to like so you know I, I just with me I think the only times I really get if if we say frustrated is like when I when I feel like I'm not helping affect the game in a positive way whether it's without the ball in my hands or with the ball in my hands so if we're talking about getting the ball. In, in between the one and ten, x amount of times, I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't get paid to make those decisions. But when I do have the opportunity, I, you know, I try my best to take advantage. Yeah. So, bravo to Alvin for not just openly being like, "Yeah, these guys are calling terrible plays," but like, you can hear it where he's just like, "I don't know, man." <laughs> Why 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 are we running the fewest screens ever in my career? I don't know. <laughs> but it's like you can see the results. <laughs> it's it is this offense is is just not not working. Uh, but at least because, not. does that also stem back to the the lack of confidence in the O-line? No, cuz screens are not a product of you, you, you if you were not confident in your O-line, you would be running more screens. Like screens are bait. Like you're not asking the O line to pass protect, you're asking them to olay and then get downfield. So like that has nothing to do with what you what you think your pass protection can do. Like the, they're they're playing like a team that feels really good about their pass protection because because they're not running the ball and they're not doing anything to 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 counter. They're not doing anything to misdirect. They're just saying, okay, we're gonna sit back here and you're gonna rush and we're gonna block you. Um, with our statue quarterback, it's it's a, an offense that does not make sense. No, we thought they'd be more run based, and they just haven't been. I thought they'd try. They haven't really tried Alvin to be in some way. I th- I thought they'd try to use Alvin. That's you know my wild 
my wild brain thinking, wow, maybe Alvin's going to get his biggest season, uh, his biggest workload yet in a season where he's gotten his lowest workload yet. And boom, you lose Michael Thomas right away. So even more Alvin, Alvin, Alvin. It's inexplicable. It's inexplicable. And I get it. Teams are keying on him. But like, that's not the excuse. That can't be the excuse for why Alvin gets like seven touches a game. Like it's, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It's because we were screaming for other Taysom touches. But even in games that Taysom didn't really touch the ball, like Alvin didn't really, it's like, so if you had like Derrick Henry, the way they were operating would make sense. Right. But they, this, there, he is not Derrick Henry. No. Like, right. So, why? Uh, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. And, like, you could hear it in his voice. Like, he's going to be a good soldier. He's not going to throw anyone under the bus. But <laughs> when he got asked about why they aren't calling screens, he was like, I'll, I'll ask Pete about that. <laughs> he was like, Oh, do you have conversations about this? No. You know, there's a lot of things to criticize about this team. To me, the usage of Alvin Kamara is by far the biggest critique I have and the, I think it's the biggest reason that you are struggling in to win games right because he's a he is a difference maker the difference in the Saints have found is negative <laughs> throughout the course of this season one of the quotes from Drew Brees in, in the interview on WWL is like this is a four and nine team that's this is not a four and nine team but they're four and nine Right. And I thought that was a good way to put it because it's true. Like there's there's a very slim margin, and you need your difference makers to be the difference, right? Right now, the difference is in an, at the in, at, at a negative, <laughs> because the difference is you are not using Alvin to your advantage uh, like you had in previous years. And so, to me, no, that's start, the biggest thing. You start thinking about the names to go along. You know, you know, you got Olave, Taysom Hill, uh, Jarvis Landry, and you're like. With with all these pieces, you think that the Saints would be ripping apart other people. I don't know. I maybe I'm overvaluing the assets. I don't I really don't get it. But to me, that seems like there's such an arsenal still here with a even with a Michael Thomas down. That's an opportunity. So I gotta take advantage of every opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Like now especially when you're talking about, you know, the the lack thereof, you know, I think I don't even how many touches in the past couple of games, what, yeah, I mean, it's been. What, I think it's been like the five lost numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you talk, you you see that, and when that happens, then yeah, yeah. you add a fumble in it. It's like, that shit, it, it damn near erases the those couple of touches. It's like, man, those weren't those couple of touches weren't aren't what I'm used to. Then I get a fumble, so it's like double negative, you know. So, um, just taking advantage of every opportunity and hopefully getting more opportunities. I think. Um, I've been trying to run super fast in practice so they can see that I can run. <laughs> Somebody told me I lost a step. Uh, I seen some. My, my brother sent me a comment. It was on Twitter. It was like uh, Alvin Kamara lost a step. And they ain't playing playing good or something. So I just laughed at it. So I've been running fast, trying to uh, make sure I ain't losing step. He he feels like he needs to run fast in practice to get the coaches to notice him. He was back. Our Alvin was back. We I feel like we haven't spoken to him in eons. I have. It was funny because he kind of just wandered over and you know the last time we had heard from anyone about him he said he wasn't talking to the media and so he, kind of, he was on the phone he kind of just wandered over and he was talking i don't know he was talking to like someone about like an airbnb i don't know and he just kind of stands over in front like where he, we would usually talk to him and everyone was like oh is he is he coming over here to talk to us and uh i think it was ross jackson he was like are you are you here to, to talk to us or are we just crowding around you for no reason and he was like yeah don't blow it and hey and funny. yeah we, and we got the AK of old, it, I mean, I don't, I really can't remember the last time he actually spoke in the locker room. 
Yeah, and I can't even remember the, pre- the, the what, what someone said to him, but he was like, he was like, I got a case. <laughs> yeah, right. When he was walking out. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, funny. Well, that's the thing. It's like this market isn't going to, I think, attack him on a weekly basis about something. He's going to say the same thing down. It's, a, it's an impending case I can't talk about. I mean, yeah, it's it's not even worth asking about. You know, we'll get the updates when we get the updates. It's not like he's going to, yeah, what's the point of making him say no comment? But either way, we're here from Alvin today. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe if he's running fast in practice, uh, Pete will notice and get him, get him the ball. Then maybe, maybe that'll work out. We're going to come he, back. We're he gonna... sounded really mad when his brother showed him the tweet. Yeah. Like, he's like, Alvin Kamara lost this step. He's like, all right, I want to show you. So let's see. I'm, I've been like the biggest Alvin Kamara believer and i've been disappointed this year yeah he had to prove a point so he ran fast in practice <laughs> all right we're, we're throwing it to break here on inside black and gold. we're gonna come back we're gonna talk to eno benjamin for a minute and then we're gonna bring in uh, bo morgan talk to us about the falcons i'm gonna be nice i'm gonna, I'm gonna try not to troll him too much he is the host of peachtree football and and the executive producer of atlanta falcons radio network stick around <laughs> 